When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome to the Wine Over Matter Big Brother bonus episode. I'm here with Courtney from Coco Loses, and we're going to talk a little Big Brother with you guys. I'm very excited. How's it going, Courtney? It's good. How's it going? Uh, I know we try not to talk about the show so that we can talk about it on here, but last week I refrained from texting you, but then you texted me the same thing I was going to text you. I couldn't resist. I know. That's how you know it was a good week. Brent is just so dumb. Yeah. That, um, so yeah, t- this week's episode, we're covering um, last Wednesday, July 28th, Thursday the 29th, and I think Sunday, August 1st episode. That should be episodes 9 through 11. If you want to make sure you're caught up before you listen, because we always have plenty of spoilers. Um, yeah. The, the Brent cluelessness. <laughs> of last Wednesday's episode and Thursday, I guess, before eviction was just absolutely hilarious. I almost was starting to wonder, like, was he playing us? Because I just could not believe somebody was that, I don't even want to say stupid, but so unaware of what was truly going on. Like, I don't know that I've seen anything that bad in recent seasons out of a player yeah and the hilarious thing is like um like starting off on Wednesday's episode like it was very obvious in the beginning that Brent knows he's not a pawn however so he knows he's the target but he doesn't think there's any way he's going home he's fully convinced he's safe I'll be honest with you so I've watched this episode twice and I really was surprised that he caught on that quickly, to be honest with you, because I don't find be very bright. So I actually was really impressed. And then it kind of, you know, went out the window as soon as he started talking about it. But yeah. his logic, which was that, again, he is very full of himself. He was like, you know, you don't put me up as a pawn. Like I'm not pawn material. Yeah. All right, man, calm down. But he wasn't wrong. Mm-hmm. And so then I felt a little bad because like clearly everyone's gaslighting him and he knows. And <laughs> so I, I hate to see that. I hate to see that with anyone, but he is so annoying. I can look past it. Yeah. I mean, so then like finally uh, the episode kind of starts, uh, Javier finally goes to talk to Brittany. She's like absolutely sobbing again because she's nominated again. Um I think it was his, it was um, Xavier's best move to put her up just to, because we knew, like, he, he had to. Like, anybody else, it was a potential for, like, things to get a little too risky, making somebody else pissed off in the house. I, I kind of agree that Brittany was the best move to put up, but she just, like, damn, she gets emotional. And, like, I know we talk how bad it is, but it's, like, we also admit that we would be probably the Brittany of the house and how emotional we would be. Well, and that's the thing. I just kept thinking, what happens when you actually are put up 
because they are trying to get you out. Like she needs to get this in control or it's going to, I definitely think be her downfall later on. Yeah, I agree. So, um, yeah, from there, we kind of go into a chat with the aces. That's Brent's group, uh, Whitney, Hannah, and Derek X. All of them are even against Brent. They're all like, God, this guy has to go. We don't even care that we're going to lose a team member. Um, Xavier, and this is where we get into our favorite part of the episode. So Xavier (laughs) is still telling Brent he's a pawn. Brent is absolutely clueless. He's naming everyone on his list who has him safe. Um, And then our favorite quote, at this point, I shouldn't even be a flight attendant. I should be an accountant because I'm crushing these numbers because he just thinks he has all the numbers in the house to keep him. It was truly painful to watch. And ju- and then the thing I almost texted you, which I didn't. And then you texted me when you were watching the episode and I knew exactly what you were talking about. So he's Brent is talking this big game about how everybody's on his side. Meanwhile, you know, the editors are showing his team is in the gym, totally making fun of him and talking shit. So he goes in there and they're all playing dumb. And he's like, you know, I'm really the target. And they're like, what? And then <laughs> my line that I think I'd like on a shirt is when Brent says, I, he, I think he thinks my body perceives my intelligence <laughs> and the editors are so shady because they even captioned it and oh. the look you could just tell hannah was trying not to lose it oh i know he's such an idiot what he said made no sense i'm assuming he met in his opinion he thinks his body betrays his intelligence i'm really not sure what else he could have met. i don't know that whole sentence just makes no sense <laughs> and he so had said stupid. it twice So I think, yeah, it was just funny because it was just so ironic that here he is talking about his intelligence and you're not even using the word the right way. Like he just, that was it. Like I'm done with you for sure. It's like, but at the same time, you know what he's trying to say. And it's just like, oh my God, get over yourself. You're not that smart. Yeah. Clearly, clearly. Clearly. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've said since day one, I really like Aza, but um, like based on her combo, so she started having like a conversation with Xavier and Tiffany, and um, Aza's just playing a super big emotional game. Like she's like, like I don't see her being the one who's going to be doing any backstabbing and things like no. that. She seems like she's going to be extremely loyal and playing a very clean game. So I will be curious to see if she ever gets HOH or something like that, how she's going to be able to handle that. Now, the first time I watched it. So, you know, we see Aza go and talk to Xavier. He's crying. She wants to check on him. I did think that was very nice of her. And then what I didn't, when I watched it the first time, her conversation with Tiffany wanting to know why Tiffany and Derek X had sort of like, you know, ganged up on Brittany in the previous competition. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like I didn't like that conversation at all. I didn't like the way she approached it. She seemed a little aggressive, but then when I rewatched it today, I feel like she did do it in the best way. She did think it was a conversation that had mm-hmm. to be had. She was calm about it. I think Tiffany took it the wrong way a little bit. Yes. Um, I thought Tiffany got way more pissed off than she needed to be at Oz. Yeah. And Definitely. also felt like it sucks though because you're right she's emotional and tiffany's logical which is you know a part of their conversation that they had i just feel like in this game 
you having that conversation, Azza, did nothing but put a target on your back now because you're yeah. questioning other people's moves. And I just, so the second time I watched it, I felt bad for her, but I still don't think it was a conversation she should have had. Okay. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, from there, we get like the confirmation that the Christian and Alyssa, like, showmance is full on happening. They have given themselves their own name. It is Chrysalis. Yes. And, <laughs> and I the, swear. And the best part was they're in the HOH room and they decide they want to, like, have their first, like, makeout session and they, like, try to go under a blanket. And the first thing Alyssa says is, we shouldn't be doing this. What if somebody walks in? And seconds later, Xavier walks in on them. And he was like, man, not in my bed. Like, exactly. He's like, get out of my bed. I know. Well, and it's so funny because then Alyssa did the whole classic big brother, like, oh, my mom's going to be so mad at me. Like when she sees I this know. on TV, <laughs> like, okay, then don't do it. I mean, you yeah. know, everything you do is going to be broadcast. I like, like put going under a blanket to do it. Doesn't make a difference. Whatever. Um, I actually hate when they do that because then all you hear is the noises from their mouth it makes you focus on the noises more and it's gross i know i'm not just i just thought of something do you think they have to change their own sheets or do you think maybe like during the hoh competition is there a crew that comes in and like switches out the like hoh room or do you think they're in charge of doing all that I definitely have thought about it. I feel like at least with the HOH room, they must have a crew that comes in to do that. I have seen them doing their own laundry before, yes. but I don't think that's just like their clothes and their like shower towels or their pool towels. Yeah. That's very interesting. I bet somewhere somebody knows. I Maybe I'll do some research, but um, that's always been my thing about the show I'm like I need my own personal space I'm like a neat freak and a germaphobe they're switching beds and this person's and no I'm not I cannot I can't deal with that I just think yeah I bet you so I bet after HOH wins when they go through and they do the like switcheroo of putting like their family photos up and a little gift basket that they get maybe that's when they like give it like the HOH gets a clean fresh bath Cause that wouldn't like, you know, there would be like some gross HOH who would not leave it how you would want it when you got HOH. So I bet you HOH gets a fresh room, but like everybody else is in charge of all the cleaning and laundry of everything else. Yeah. I bet you're right. I, I You're probably right. So especially if I have some gross couples making out in my bed and God knows. Or just, I was just going to say that. Yep. Yeah. So from there, we go right into the veto competition, which um, obviously is the HOH and the two nominees, which is Xavier, Brittany, and Brent. Xavier draws house guest choice. He picks Christian, which we know right off the bat, Christian will plan on keeping like things the same. Brittany draws Whitney. She will also keep things the same, or she would at least keep Brent on the block if she was to win. And then there was Brent, who drew Derek F., um, Xavier thinks he will pull off Brittany and then Derek F basically said he would pull off Brittany if he won. So, um, the challenge is bull arena. I'm assuming you're very familiar with the bull arena yeah. competition. This is actually one of my favorite. Yeah. BBs, and I was going to ask you how you thought you would do. I get very dizzy. I mean, I would have been like, I don't know so if not- I would have been as, 
bad as Brent. Brent was so bad. And I was like, bro, you're a flight attendant. Like you're on a turbulent plane sometimes carrying people's drinks and you cannot, I mean, granted, yes, I'd be falling over too, but he was like, he was extreme. I've never seen it. He would like fall like 20 feet in another direction. Yeah. It was a lot. Um, he was a bit, I don't even want to say dramatic because it didn't seem fake. It did seem like it was that bad for him, but I was like, oh my gosh, man. I I know I'm doing good. <laughs> yeah. So basically there's always, um, there's two house guests that compete at a time against each other to eliminate a house guest one at a time. Um, there's two bowling lanes where you have to bowl down. So in this case, it was like you were given a three digit hotel room number and there was like six numbers. So if it was like room one, two, three, you had to bowl down the four, the five and the six. Um, but before you can do the bowling, you have to spin, do this, like grab onto these handlebars and spin around so many times before like the wall will go down so that you can like throw the bowling ball. Um, if you happen to hit the wrong number, the wall goes back up. You have to respin to get the wall go back down. And also, I don't know what the time limit is, if it's like 30 seconds or what, but if you take too long, the wall goes back up and you have to go respin again. Yeah, I was wondering about that too. So they draw like who goes in like what order. So Brittany was up first and she picked Brent right off the bat to challenge. Um, I don't know how Brent won. He knocked out Brittany immediately because he was so like just dizzy and all over the place. Well, that just tells you how much of a hard time she had. I know. But it's like, because like once you spin, you also had to like maneuver your way through some furniture to make yourself like to make your way back to the bowling section. And like Brent was just like all over the place and it only got worse. So then um, Xavier was up next. He then challenged Brent and which Brent still hadn't recovered from the first one. So he only got worse the second round. Xavier eliminated him and then Brent starts barfing. (laughs) This is, um, if you guys don't watch Big Brother regularly, I know this sounds like a very confusing comp. I would Google it and watch some clips, especially I really liked the one we just saw because the colors were so bright, you know, with uh-huh. like the whole thing. So I really liked that. But every year it's some variation on, on this bowl arena. Um, and it's pretty funny to watch. So I would really recommend you just kind of watch some clips of it. Yeah. So um, so yeah, Xavier then eliminated Brent. So now we have Brittany still in it. Xavier still in it. Then Big D was next up. Um, he challenged Whitney. At this point, um, I was literally getting sick just watching them spin. So that made me think I probably wouldn't do very well because I was literally not feeling well watching them spin. As soon as that Big D, I was thinking about I felt sick watching him. Yeah. Like, was it his second or third time? I thought, oh, this poor guy. I know. He was taking forever to spin, but he somehow still ended up winning it. So now he's eliminated Whitney. So the next step was Christian. Um, and Christian immediately um, challenged Big D. So Big D had to go, like, up for a second time in a row. And I think that's where you really, like, it really gets to you if you have to do it, like, a second time. Oh, yeah. Christian killed it quick. Like Big D clearly had nothing left and having to do it two times in a row. And Christian like literally spun, bowled the three numbers, was done. Yeah, I was very impressed with his performance. Yeah. So then final round that leaves um, Christian and Xavier. And um, 
and again, Christian pretty much like won it super quick. And I mean, I felt pretty confident he was obviously going to keep the nominations the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it was good that Xavier didn't win. Once he knew like Christian was the other person, I wonder if he tried not to win because then he didn't have to be the bad guy to Brittany again by not taking her off the block. Because like even then she would have taken it personal again that she didn't even get taken off the block by him. I agree. So um, I think it was good that Christian won. So Xavier didn't have to deal with it. I just thought of something, but I don't think it's in, it definitely wasn't in this episode. So remind me either second or third. Um, it's something about Xavier. Remind me. Okay. Dokie. Um, so then Brent says he's not going to ask Christian to use the veto on him because he knows he has the votes. I'm not even going to ask for you to use the veto on me. So he really I mean, thinks they're going to use veto. He really wants it to stay the same. He just is looking like such a joke. And he thinks well, he's making Big Brother history. Because at this point, I was like, bro, you, you've seen the game before, right? Like, the second they start picking you to go again, they don't want you winning this veto. And he got picked twice. And no, yeah. he didn't realize that that meant that they're trying to block you from getting it. I know. So, His intelligence was really not being perceived properly, I suppose. Yeah, so, <laughs> so we went to the veto meeting. Christian obviously kept the nominations the same. And Brent was so, so happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, it's so funny. Because it really is like, he was like, oh, it's all going according to plan. Like, yeah. what is your plan? <laughs> yeah. Like, he really thought he was calling the shots and pulling all the strings. I know. It's so good. So that was the end of Wednesday's episode. We go into Thursday's episode, episode 10. Um, Right off the bat, we learn um, a new alliance called the Mafia Alliance. Um, Everyone agreed to that alliance before last week's HOH, just kind of in case Brent basically got HOH, I think. So I think in case he got it, they had that alliance because Brent was part of the Mafia Alliance. Right? Right. Am I remembering that correctly? Yeah, it's starting to get a little confusing. Um, We're making too many giant alliances. I agree. With these teams, you can't have the teams and the giant alliances that have multiple teams because it leaves, like, nobody to nominate. (laughs) That's what I was thinking the other day, and that's why poor Brittany keeps getting into a pickle because she's not really in anybody's alliance. And so they're like, let's just throw her up. Let's throw her up. And, Yeah. yeah, it needs to... It needs to slow down. Um, so then this next scene, I got so much anxiety and it like, cause that type of situation would have stressed me out. Basically Hannah and Derek X are just like sitting outside lounging by the pool talking about basically Brent going home. <laughs> and Brent was like standing right behind them and like walked up. Oh, and then he's like, hey, what's going on? And then Hannah's like, looking like, oh my God, did he hear anything? And he's just like, he's like, why are you laughing? Like, he still didn't get it. <laughs> I, yeah, that would stress me out also. Like, you really have to be so careful in the house. Like, I would never be whispering with anyone where my back was to the slider. 100%. Like, exactly. move these chairs so that my back is not facing anyone at any given yep. time. Because no, I totally. would learn to just walk around very quietly. Yeah, because you just never know who's around the corner. Yeah, exactly. Um, Okay, and then this was hilarious. They're all sitting, next scene, they were, like, all sitting in the kitchen. 
So like on Big Brother, if you're listening but aren't an actual person who watches Big Brother, they have a wall of everyone's photos, like their digital photos. And then once somebody gets evicted, their their photo goes black and white. And so they're just sitting there in the kitchen, looking at the wall of photos, talking about everyone. This is what I wanted to talk about. Oh, is this what you were going to talk about? Okay. Yes. (laughs) And then they were like, Xavier, you say you're a bartender or whatever. Like, we're pretty sure you're a lawyer. And they like, they were like guessing what everybody could be. Yes. So they were all, so Xavier, if you don't remember from like the beginning of the season, he is a lawyer, but he was going to tell everyone in the house that he was a bartender because he didn't want people to know he was a lawyer, which I think is smart. A bartender model, Laura. Don't oh, forget. I am so sorry. <laughs> we don't want to disrespect him like that. <laughs> so anyways, Big D is like, no, I think he's a lawyer. And they would not drop it. And Xavier, for being a lawyer, looked so guilty on his face. It, it was, was not, was not no, hiding it well. <laughs> no, my favorite part of the whole episode, because... You could tell when, when he said, I think you could be a lawyer. He was not expecting him to say that. Uh-huh. And you're right. He wouldn't drop it. And um, I just thought, oh my gosh, this is so funny because it's like, he, he basically said, you're very analytical. You're like, you're logical. You seem like a lawyer. And then he was like, oh man, I wish I was that smart. I wish I was a lawyer, yeah. like trying to brush <laughs> it off. And, and uh, in his, um, in his, I was gonna say confessional, that's real housewives in his diary room. Um, he was like, dude, knock it off. Like, stop, you know, because he didn't want anyone to catch on to him. But what made me think of it when we were talking about the last episode is I do think he does think very much like a lawyer. He's very analytical. He's very logical coming at things from every angle, which is so helpful in this house. And for some people who lie about their jobs, sometimes I'm like, why did you do that? But like for him or someone like, um, you know, when, when Derek won, he didn't tell everyone he was a detective yep. and that really, I think if people knew that he would have been gone earlier because it, those skills really helped him. I mean, yep. he got, he won and never was nominated on the block ever his whole season. Yep. It was amazing. So I, um, I was laughing because it, he's, he's good, but I guess he's not good to good <laughs> enough to pass big D because he's on to him. Yeah. Um, so next We have like the aces in one of the rooms. They're having a conversation, basically saying that someone from the Kings has to go next because the Kings are the only team that still have their original four players. Everybody else has three. So they're like, Mm -hmm. okay, like we have to gun for the Kings like next week. Um, Alyssa basically states, oh, this has been a different. So I don't know. I didn't really have any other notes from like that conversation. Yeah, it wasn't anything major, I don't yeah. think. It was kind of one like filler filler stuff. Yeah. So Alyssa states she would be targeting Whitney the next week. Tiffany is also thinking though that a king needs to go potentially. Um, I'm starting to wonder like how long the royal flush is gonna make it at this point. Because right. once again, I think that was way too big of a an alliance anyway. Um, I think the king's at this point, just kind of are get realizing like, hey, we actually are the big target. Like we are the mm-hmm. only team. Um, so they they basically know like they have to win HOH. Um, That's okay. Remind me, is that Kylan's team? The Kings. Yes. Yes, the Kings are. Hold like on, I have it written 
All right, for the, Kings, for the Kings, it's um, Christian, Alyssa, Xavier, and Sarah Beth. Oh, Xavier. Okay. So yeah, because in the in the HOH room, they were they even mentioned that where they were like, we are the biggest target and everyone probably hates us. And then someone was yeah. like, yeah, probably America too, yeah. <laughs> which I don't, I don't <laughs> hate them really. I mean, good on them for, you know, staying intact. I think they do have a really strong team. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it was just funny that they said that. Yeah. Um, I just... Yeah, I made a note again, thinking that there's just way too many alliances, too many people. It's making it too messy. If there's too much overlap, I just don't see how there's like, it's just gonna, it's gonna be really be biting them in the ass the next few weeks. Well, because think about it. So unfortunately, the people not in the alliances are kind of the weaker players. So what are you achieving by picking them off? Somebody like Xavier really should be going after someone like Christian. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Who mentally and physically is your equal, but they're not because they're on the same team and they're in all these alliances. And so it's kind of like, um, you know, you got to start thinking a little bit more long-term. So I definitely agree with you. Yeah. Um, so we go right into the eviction ceremony and I didn't even write down who voted for who because unanimously all votes went for uh, Brent, there were zero votes for Brittany. <laughs> and but, but wait, is that true? Because what about that TikTok I sent you? I think every week Big D has voted for the opposite person, right? No, he still voted for um because oh, he voted for Brent. He voted for Brent. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I thought maybe he did like a rogue vote again and this was gonna be like his thing now. Oh my god. Remind me, Courtney, I will post that TikTok either tonight or tomorrow after this episode goes i'll post it in our on our mom instagram because that tiktok was hilarious like that fool does not know how to talk when he's trying to evict somebody i don't even remember what they were but i was like what are you even saying (laughs) i don't think he knew either honestly so funny but yeah so britney's safe brent bye-bye um but then as soon as he goes out to talk with Brittany, like, or not with Brittany, I'm sorry, with Julie, Julie. he pretends he wasn't, like, shocked. <laughs> Even well, when he got kicked off, he still had his big old ego. He was like, yeah, I'm not surprised they would want to get rid of me. He did. I was thinking about it, and he did play it so cool. So, again, I'm like, what was his end goal here? Like, are you trying to save face and hopefully you get, like, America's favorite player or in case there's, like, a battle back? Like, I just didn't really understand you can't say all week that you're safe, you're safe, you're safe, you have no worries. And then when you get out, oh, I wasn't surprised and like really have no <laughs> thoughts on it. Like it was very strange. Yeah, he, um, the goodbye messages were pretty good. Hannah held nothing back in her goodbye message. She, she was a little harsh, I thought. Yeah, she held nothing back telling him basically how she felt. <laughs> um, and then we went to another quick HOH episode we still have not had one like right HOH but I think it's like I don't think we will until we're done doing wild card competitions which I I agree once the teams go away which I have a feeling will be in the next couple of weeks Mm -hmm. they'll probably start doing some longer HOHs because usually that will feed into Sunday's episode yeah I agree so um basically HOH I don't remember what the name of it was but they had to take turns. So basically 
each team, so you had your like team, um, they had to put together these puzzle pieces to make a surfboard. And you basically had 25 seconds to do as much of the puzzle as you could, and then you'd have to run back and the next person would go. If you didn't run back before your 25 seconds was up though, you were disqualified. Um, and then basically whoever was it, whoever the last person was to yeah, do the last, the last puzzle piece is the mm -hmm. one who got HOH. So um, basically the Kings won, they did exactly what they needed to. Christian did the last piece, so he's HOH. And I, I did like it because I don't know if maybe they didn't fully understand or, you know, you're like running on adrenaline, but when they said he was HOH, I don't think, I think he seemed surprised. Uh -huh. So I kind of liked that because he was like, oh my gosh, really? And, um, you know, they definitely earned it. They worked really well together and it is what it is. So I was glad to see that. But again, now we're going into our fourth male HOH, right? I hadn't even thought of that. We haven't had a woman HOH yet. We haven't. And I'm kind of disappointed. Again, I don't think it's rigged or anything. It just is what it is. Like anyone could have been last. Well, we've and we've also it. only had males go home, right? Yeah. So I'm, it's a very interesting dynamic this year. I guess I'm just surprised because remember how excited I was at the beginning, like how we had all these really smart, intelligent girls that like were in tech and AI and all this stuff. And we can't seem to get one upstairs. So I don't know what's going on with that, but, um, but yeah, I mean, that man. just means, I mean, cause a lot of these women are kind of just playing low, like Claire and stuff. I think she, but, um, because the women who have been playing it harder, I feel like, are Hannah. I feel like Hannah's one of, like, the strongest women in the house. Yeah. Um, and then... We see what that gets her. Yeah, I don't know. But... Um, Interesting. It was just an observation. Yeah. So, Sunday's episode, episode 11, we go into, like, it starts off right off the bat with Brittany being so excited that she's safe like she comes <laughs> off as if she doesn't think like she's like yeah I told you I like I'd pull through and I was like yeah because nobody knew like nobody thought you were gonna go home Brittany like you're fine well, it cracks me up because she keeps saying stuff like you know when I'm safe next week they better watch out and then it's like next week and nothing happens exactly. so like what I talk a big talk but nothing's yeah. coming from um so yeah I said, Derek didn't put himself in a good place with the wild flush. Um, yeah, he basically, he kind of is basically the odd man out on that team. Yeah. Like, cause the, the Kings have the Kings, the Queens have the Queens. And then he kind of like put himself as being the only guy there, which kind of puts him as being like one of the first targets to go of the Alliance. If right. it really comes to it. Although I've, I'm, I feel like I'm learning that people aren't feeling that loyal to their teams. Um, I agree. The only one where they do seem to be so far um, mm -hmm. is the cookout. The only exception was the whole Aza Tiffany. No, but I mean the teams like that Big Brother gave you. Oh, like, oh, yes, like yes. The Jokers, Aces, Queens, and Kings. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, because really, unless someone gets safety or some or HOH, like it doesn't benefit you really. Yeah. So you're kind of stuck with these people who aren't really helping you, you know? Yeah. Um, from there, we got like kind of a little big D action. He's feeling pretty defeated in the game, I think. Like, yeah, I felt bad. I know. 
Because I do. I still really like him. He's still. Um, I agree. I just don't. Um, yeah, he also seems like he's just going to be a really good loyal player. But I also could see him doing like a little bit of backstabbing. So I don't know. I'll be curious to see how long he can last. Um, I know. So the talk is obviously still um, going to Whitney and Hannah. That's where the Kings are kind of at. Um, and then I made a note, how many weeks until we just shuffle these teams? I, I had put that I thought it would be maybe two more weeks at the most before they get rid of these teams. I think so, because even in this episode, like Hannah mentioned that, that the teams probably would be ending soon. So I think it's going to have to come pretty soon, especially because if they're only going to keep nominating people that, you know what I mean? Like in the, with the, that are not in their giant alliance and on the same teams, you kind of have to get rid of something. And that's the thing is if Whitney or Hannah go home this week, which if I think it seems like Whitney's a target, but honestly, if they're smart and this sucks, cause I really like Hannah, like Hannah's kind of the one they should be getting going for. I don't think Whitney's a threat. No, I had a lot of thoughts about that. I I didn't want to skip ahead because I don't know what you had on your outline, but we can talk about that. But I'm just thinking, okay, so let's say one of them do go home. That's if nobody changes veto or anything for this Wednesday's episode. But um, that would put that team at only having two people, which that's just if you're getting to having one team that has four and one that has two. Totally. They're going to they're either going to get rid of teams altogether or they'll even it out so that there'll be three on each team or something. Like, they'll do some type Ooh, of shuffle. Yes. So, um, okay. And then my favorite, <laughs> my favorite in this episode, <laughs> I'm so with Big D, where he was like, Whitney, I don't understand your outfits. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. And then she's, like, asking everybody if they would wear that sports bra to the gym. Yes. Um, She's not she that I got confused at first she's the hair and makeup artist so she didn't design Correct. anything she was right Correct. okay I was confused at first because like I think she designed that sports bra and everyone is like shitting on it and then I was so, like no never mind yeah no she is legit every like all the time I'd say she's wearing this some variation of this because she has it in different colors and stuff it's basically a sports bra with a hoodie over it but the hoodie body has been completely cut off it has yes. just arms and a neck <laughs> and then and then she's like hyping up her outfit and then she's like Alyssa would you wear this and Alyssa was like you know what I'm gonna give you my honest opinion I would not wear that well it was like asking all the women if they would wear it to the gym and I mean your boobs are hanging out girl like if yeah. you want to go for it but that's not practical for it the gym looked ridiculous <laughs> on it yeah I was like honey no um yeah so that was super funny to me because she was like so like she was like oh Whitney or Whitney was like Alyssa will agree with me and Alyssa was like no I wouldn't wear that literally none of them agreed with her even the guy <laughs> like weird yeah so all right from there we have this week's wild card competition for the queens Claire is the only one who hasn't played. So she was the automatic person who was going to be competing for the Queens for the aces. Same thing. Whitney was the only one. So she's the one competing, which is not good for Christian's HOH. And then um, for the jokers, it was um, Aza, Aza or big D could have done it, but big D didn't think he would be able to beat Whitney. So basically Aza was the one who um, competed for the jokers. 
This competition was called Olive Shook Up. And basically there was um, a cocktail that you, and you had to like, I already forgot. I remember the lights going out and stuff, so but it, it was, was like, a, it was like a martini glass and you had to roll your olive. It's one of those, it's like a balancing one. Yes. So you had to roll your olive down the path into the glass. And it was interesting. Um, this is where finally I was like, okay, this is what I've been waiting for. You get Aza and Whitney were trying to do it really fast. The ball kept falling off. I mean, I'm not one to judge. I would be horrible at this competition, both in terms of balance and patience. Mm -hmm. But Claire was using her AI background and she was talking about, oh my gosh, all the stuff she was saying. She was like, I'm worried about the velocity and the friction and the this and the angles. <laughs> and so she was saying, you know, they're doing it fast, but their balls are falling off. She went super slow. And I mean, she did have a couple of false starts, but slow and steady won the race. And I yeah. really finally was like, okay, I, I really like to see when they use their like real life skills when they're like applicable to the game. Yeah. So I like that. Yeah. So Claire won. Um, the prize was Claire's team is safe for the week. Um, or this she could, this was a good one. I have never seen a so prize good. like this. I know. I know. And I, you know, I'm going to ask what you would have done. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then, so yeah, so the prize was she could either have safety for her entire team this week, or she could give up safety for all of her team and she could be safe until jury. Which, which is like unheard of, I feel like. No, because that, if you think about it, what do they, how many people do they usually have on jury? Is it seven or nine? Uh, I think it's nine. So either way, that's weeks of safety. Yeah. Like we're still... Yep. We're still, what, three, four weeks? Maybe not that yeah. long, but we're at least three weeks out, I would say, from yeah. getting to be where members go to the jury house. Um, And I just kept thinking, girl, screw your team. What's one week of safety for them compared to weeks of safety for you? And also, we kind of already knew her team was basically safe. And that was the thing, yeah. So for the queens, it was the other people that would be safe would be Kylan and Tiffany. Yeah. Kylan they and were... Tiffany were in no way like seeming no. like anything that was going to be an issue for them. Thankfully she decided safety for her until jury. And from what I could tell Kylan and Tef Tiffany were like, good on you. Like, yeah, they, it didn't seem like they held it against her because anybody should have picked that. I would like to think nobody would have picked, not picked that, that they're, they've never had a prize like that before. I agree. Now, it would have been a bit more dramatic if it was like someone who won, who like, you know, maybe you could have saved like Whitney or someone who was a possibility to go Correct. on the box. Because if you didn't take it, then that person might have been mad at you. That would have caused some conflict. But this, I mean, they did seem super happy for her. Tiffany said as much multiple times. And obviously, I think we both would have done what Claire did, yeah. right? Absolutely. Yeah. No question. That, that just made me think, I wonder how this would go. Because we haven't had any of this with the wild card competitions. Let's say Whitney would have won the wild card competition. Mm -hmm. Would HOH had to have put up somebody else like immediately? Well, he hasn't made his nominations yet, right? Oh, yeah, you're right. Never mind. So okay. I'm getting ahead of myself. Pick someone. Yeah, Whitney someone. doesn't know she's been nominated yet. So no, never mind. No. We're speaking to her from the future. Yeah. yeah. No, um, I think... 
and it is confusing all the different timings of the different comps. But yeah, no, she hasn't been nominated yet. Okay, so yeah, Claire has safety for the foreseeable future and good for her because that's like an amazing prize. Um, So then there is a royal flush meeting. They start talking about like who should be going up. Tiffany starts saying Britney should like again. And everyone's like, Britney's going to lose her shit if she goes on the block again. And then Sarah Beth started fighting really hard for Hannah to go on the block. So I, this conversation was interesting to me for a few reasons. One, I really felt like Christian was on board with Whitney until the girls started pushing, um, oh my God, who? Oh, Hannah. Yeah. Um, And I do think Christian is so whipped by Alyssa that I do think that's going to heavily influence his decision where some other people I don't think would be influenced by their showman's. Um, but also it's so funny because I always say girls, know girls better than guys, know girls and Sarah Beth and Alyssa were both adamant that Hannah could not be manipulated. She couldn't be bribed. She couldn't be coerced. And he kept saying, Christian kept saying like, really, you think so? And they were like, yeah, like if you think you can manipulate her, you have no idea. And I think they're right. Um, I definitely think she knows the game better. I think she's a bit more intelligent than Whitney. So as much as I do like Hannah more and I want her to stay, I agree with them that she is the bigger threat. Yep. Yeah. So I completely agree. If I had to pick personally who I'd rather have in the game, I would much rather have Hannah stay than Whitney. Mm-hmm. But if they're smart, they're going to get Hannah out if they have the opportunity. So um, even Hannah having her conversation with Christian. Yeah. She just, she's a really good player. Well, yeah. and it was funny because she really gave him a lot to think about. Um, mm-hmm. But on the other hand, she is proving their point that she's very smart and yeah. She is the one that brought up the, the, you know, the teams are going to be ending soon. And who are you going to have on your side? And you have to think about that. And I do think she really put some things into perspective. Um, but again, my, I, I, I think that that's going to be who they're gunning for just because that's the girls were so adamant about it. And Christian seems like he could be swayed. Yeah, I agree. So, yep, we get into the nomination ceremony and sure enough, Whitney and Hannah is who we picked. So that's that all she wrote so yeah it'll be a really interesting um well I guess tonight is the veto comp I don't know if I'll get to watch it tonight but that'll be interesting um just kind of to see what happens and yeah we'll go from there but it was a pretty good week I thought you know what I also just a side note is uh now that Brent's gone, other than that, like everyone in the house seems to really get along. It doesn't seem like there's much drama, it, you know? So I kind of, I feel like it's refreshing compared to other yeah. seasons. I agree, but it's just going to make it hard because there's yep. going to be that when everybody's getting along, that's when it starts to get dirty later on. So I know it will be interesting to see. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But all right. Well, I, I don't know. I've been really liking this season. I have too. It just really seems, I, I just keep saying it's so refreshing, but it really is, you know, side note, one thing I don't like, and I do understand why I had this written down last week or two weeks ago, and I forgot to mention it. I hate when they're evicted, how there's no audience. I know. Uh, 
And I know why, obviously it's COVID, but it just seems like so depressing. And, you know, in years past the crowd, or I mean, the, the house guests that are still in the house love that like audience reaction. And you can kind of gauge how much America likes someone by the reaction, the, the evicted house guest gets. Yeah. So that's kind of missing. And it's just very like lackluster and, you know, Julie's on the other side of the stage and, so I'm so I'm glad they're doing it. I can't complain, but I do miss that component for sure. I agree. I do agree. Well, what can you do? All right. Well, that's a wrap for episodes. What did I say this was? Nine, Nine to, to 11. eleven. Yes. So we'll come back some point next week for episodes twelve through fourteen, and we'll see who's going home between Whitney and Hannah. We will see. Thanks, Laura. All right. Have a good night. Thank you, guys. Um, As always, you know where to find me. And go follow Courtney, if you don't already, at Coco Loses. So see you guys next week. All right. Bye. Bye.